0: coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie do! don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern.
1: Spot of three on the way,
0: bang
1: for Noah and the Erickson center erupts.
0: Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. It is great to be back, 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 Talking more UMAC basketball games that took place. Not that we don't like the non-conference and the Christmas season and teams getting away for a little bit, but this is really why we do this is to see UMAC on UMAC. And we are doing that throughout the rest of this season. The February frenzy is knocking on the door, but we're living in the moment. Ryan, alongside Wyatt, as always, Wyatt, how you doing? I'm good. Some
1: teams are looking forward to that February frenzy and others are saying, wait wait a minute, we got to get some things (laughs) fixed before we get there to give ourselves a chance. So, uh, yeah, a big upcoming weekend with two games for each team, full slate. But first, a lot to get to from this past weekend
0: and what we saw. Yeah, and we're going to mash this all together just a heads up off the top. And we only have to talk about eight games because there's only games on Saturday. This past weekend is why I coined a travel partner Saturday. And we'll have that obviously later on in this month of January as well. But there's no games to talk about from this past Friday night. So we're going to rip through. Our biggest overarching thoughts on the games from Saturday. We're going to give an update on our predictions. I haven't even looked at it. I may have done terrible. I know I got a few You're wrong. I got, oh, I got okay. some right. You're okay. We're going to do a quick brush stroke of fantasy uh, and then a few other ancillary things. But for the most part, we're going to recap Saturday and then we're going to get on to this weekend. As Wyatt mentioned, loaded weekend coming up. Games on Friday night and on Saturday afternoon into Saturday evening taking place as well. As it gets a lot colder wide across the upper Midwest, the time has finally come as the cliché goes, though that means it is heating up in gyms oh, across the UMac. I was wondering where You, you knew going where with I was going. One.
1: Isn't there like a polar vortex or something coming in again like sweeping across the northwest and then it's going to You're probably come watching into a different
0: TV meteorologist than I am. Who do you watch? I don't watch TV oh, too okay. often to be no. often, but I don't either. I, I like Ian curious. Leonard cuz he sensationalizes things. I mean, Chris Schaefer is just kind cool. of that more comfortable ease. I'd say he's my most often because if I turn on the news just to see a little bit of sports locally, I want to see Mike Max and yeah. WCCO. And yep. sometimes I tune in a few minutes early and I see the last two minutes of Chris Schaefer. There you go. That was a bunch of need, need useless information, but I'm just being honest That's with good. you. That's so, good. So, anyway, Wyatt, we can look at what took place this last weekend and let listeners know that you went three and one on the woman's side of the coin if i'm reading this correctly i did and i went three and one as well and you bested me because you went four and on the men's side and i went three and one on the men's side so i went six and two you overall went seven and one in the eight games taking place you were seeing things clearly how do you feel about that well you were good
1: too you're just not quite at my level but don't let that i'm discourage only one you. yeah i'm not gonna close. get
0: beat as badly as i did last year hopefully you're
1: close what was it a couple games last year
0: it ended up being like 8 or 10 because I took a few big swings to try to catch up, and it you didn't don't work. Don't do that the too early this year. No, I mean, but I had it, to do it down the stretch. Yeah, list. I get it, but just yeah. don't
1: start doing it too early if you yeah. have to play catch up. That's my biggest advice to people who do this is that they, they panic too early, so don't do that. But yeah, that, it, was, it was a good week uh, as far as my predictions went, and I don't know if you want to start on the women's side or the men's side, but looking at the women's side the three and one we each got one correct one wrong that we had picked opposite so of course i stuck my neck out for your nights usually it's the other way around and they let yeah. me down so maybe bethany is the real deal as they get that huge win and then the other game that we were split on was the crown morris game and boy you believe her in morris yet they're back
0: i mean that was their best performance this season period hey,
1: 2024 i'm telling you when that calendar flips coach grove he gets his best basketball out of his girls
0: do you want to talk about that game real quick because sure, I can. want I do want to give a shout-out to Coach Tussler. He he listened to what we were talking about last week or someone within what the crown program about. did. I said that Latsky's going to have another really good game against Morris, as she did last year. She wasn't in the 20s wide in this one. She put up a 30-burger. Mackenzie Latsky, 10-24, 8-15 from deep, launching shots right and left. I appreciate that. Problem is, Wyatt, they got next to nothing outside of that. They only scored 24 well, points outside of Latsky and as a team the Pollers were held under 30% from both downtown and from the field due to, give credit to, the defense of Minnesota Morris forcing 20 turnovers from the Crown College Pollers on the road. And Wyatt, one of your top draft picks, was she your top draft pick? She was, and you know what, let
1: she did a great job. She did her part, but I'm just going to call it how I see it. The rest of the team is not where it needs to be. I'm, I'm at the point where I, I just
0: don't know if I can catch you. To be clear, you're talking about your fantasy team, not the rest of the Minnesota Morris Cougars.
1: No, the rest of the Cougars, I tell you what, great performance, (laughs) and that's why I picked them to win. I want to know what was said at halftime because they're only up two heading into the break, and then all of a sudden they go on a huge run. They outscore them 24-7, to and they made some adjustments clearly in this one. Another thing that really hurt Crown in this game, no Urbina for whatever reason. That hurts. Solatsky really was in a position where she had to do it all and she did what she could. A heck of a performance, earned her conference player of the week. Yep. But yeah, I I it's gonna be tough for Crown if they don't they don't get anything outside of that and they didn't in this game. So hats off to the Cougars. Like I said, they start playing their best basketball, watch out for Coach Grove squad here in twenty twenty four.
0: And I can't remember if we talked about this exactly, but I believe either off the mic or on the mic, we said if they're going to be greedy, not just winning, but putting up a big scoring effort because you know defense is the catalyst. Putting up 80 for them on the road is massive, and obviously it starts with Maddie Grove and her 21, but then a couple other players in double figures as well. Yeah, big win because that was a game last year that was oh so razor-thin tight. And uh, Morris in 2024, we said lots of teams need to show more in 2024, and uh, they are off on the right foot. And we know Coach Tim Grove listens to this wide, so he may answer your question. What did he say in the locker room? We may get an answer on Maybe that. Maybe he will. UAO the UMAC at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter, unlike any other the UMAC or he at UAO the UMAC. That information, but, but for anybody for others, else that wants yes. to
1: get involved, that is the information. Anything to talk about with Superior or Northland?
0: No. what we expected. How about this? <laughs> Northland
1: is leading the conference like their top four in minutes per game. Yeah, I feel b- they just they I feel for,
0: he, I feel bad for them. They had no bench on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, all five players played the whole game.
1: That wears on you. No uh, no just, one
0: can expect success when that's happening. Yeah,
1: not just any given night, but throughout the season, that's yeah. going to be just becoming a problem. So, yeah, 82-31. Yeah, to 31. Congrats to the Jackets, 3-0. That sets up a huge clash this upcoming weekend, which we'll get to after we yeah. get to the huge. end of the recap. But how about Northwestern, too? They look pretty impressive, huh? 90-54. to 54. okay. No big deal.
0: I want you to talk about them. You were in the building, Wyatt. Let that us know what you saw from your bird's eye view, what I saw, high above the floor.
1: What I saw is that when this team, just like we saw last year, plays anywhere near their best basketball, I'm not sure there's another team in this conference that can beat them. I also mentioned on the broadcast, when they don't, though, North Central is among a few teams that could potentially pull off an upset or beat them when they play their best basketball. We already saw Northwestern lose once this year. It's possible, Ryan. It can happen. Yep. But it takes a variety of factors and we didn't see any of those on Saturday. Hats off to the Eagles, extremely efficient. I mean, we were into the second half of this game, and Lexi Hagen either hadn't scored or only had, like, two points. And you're looking up at the scoreboard, and you're saying to yourself, how is this even possible?
0: Yeah, where they how still dominant, had a comfortable lead. Yep. That's
1: how dominant of a performance this was, and even Riley Hershey, who I know you've mentioned, they got her back. She didn't even really have to contribute much either because you get a big performance from Sondral, who, you know, normally isn't a huge scorer. In 19
0: minutes, 20 points.
1: Shuck was very aggressive early and often, who also doesn't necessarily score that much. So when they get those kinds of performances from players who you would maybe say are role players or or who aren't necessarily elite scorers, it makes them that much more difficult to defend. So there's only so much North Central could do in this game. I know it's not the way they thought this was going to go. They just got to regroup, though. Big weekend upcoming for them. And then they get a chance to host Northwestern later this month. So exactly. how quickly can they flush this yep. and turn the corner? That'll be the big question going into this weekend for them.
0: And you mentioned it on Saturday, wide, and I'll say it again. I mean, let's remember, this was a ball game at the end of the first quarter. You and I looked at each other and said, wow, if we get this for three more quarters, this is going to be an awesome it game. Was.
1: Also a frantic pace. Exactly. It was racehorse basketball. Yep. There was like a total of five whistles yep. in 10 minutes. So
0: it was a fun first quarter. And uh, yeah, the wheels kind of came off from there. And I mean, it just goes again to show why how hard it is to beat Northwestern when they're running and they're out in transition and just how well coached they are. Every time I watch them, I say there's no like question for what they're trying to do offensively. Sometimes for North central in the half court, it kind of felt like, what are we supposed to do? And again, a lot of teams are going to feel that way when you're down 20 plus. Yep. Yeah to the defending conference champs, and your backs are up against the wall. So they were put in a tough position. But, yeah, super impressed by Northwestern. But if I'm North Central, I'm saying we're 2-1. and Northwestern's 2-1. and We're going to get them in three weeks.
1: You still control your own destiny and all of that stuff as the cliches go. And you can't worry about this one too much. So, again, that's why I beg the question, how quickly can they turn that corner and forget about this one? How about Martin Luther and Bethany? You had How this about one him? right. You you knew what you were talking about. I mean, why did you pick Bethany and what what happened here?
0: Well, don't go too deep into what I talked about because I did say I think it was going to be a five or a seven point game when you I gave did, my right. my number. You were
1: very specific, and Bethany said, "Yeah, enough of that. We're just going to take care of business and not worry about it." Shout
0: out to Gianna Clarenbink on my squad. Uh, she put up nineteen points, five of ten from deep, shot more shots than anyone else on the team, seven of fifteen on the day, eight boards as well. So have to knock that out. Also. Abrea Kaur leads the way with 21 points for Coach Perfess Club. And, Wyatt, I think you mentioned this on Saturday as well. It's a Bethany team that on the season has only won two games. The good news for them, unlike a team like Northwestern on the men's side, who's winning a lot of games in non-con but not in conference. They're winning their
1: conference Their two
0: conference wins are their only wins. Conference for Dove. They're winning in big spots at home and giving themselves a chance looking into the rest of the season. What a story would that be, Wyatt, if Bethany got into the UMAC tournament in the first year under Coach Purfest when that squad and that program has had a lot of question marks around it, and rightfully so, after Coach Jones left. Well, they need to be
1: taken seriously is what we've learned from the first couple of weeks of UMAC play. If I told you, Ryan, we got a chance to look at this box score but not the final score, and I said that Martin Luther, how how about this, just these two things. Martin Luther was going to get double-doubles from Lauren Paulson and Emma Nelson. They were going to combine for 35 points. They were each going to record a double double. You'd probably th- be thinking,
0: okay, it's at least close. I like
1: this as a Knights <laughs> fan. But why wasn't it? Because the Vikings held Jordan Heckendorf to zero points in yeah. just 20 minutes. She fouled out of the game. Yeah. That's why
0: things went south for Martin Luther quickly. It's a great point, Wyatt. I mean, she's the catalyst for that team, and she's one that's been around for a long time. A. Eh? senior on that squad that did not have the performance she would have liked to on the road. And hopefully she doesn't have too many of those moving forward. But yeah, I mean, big tip of the cap to Bethany Lutheran to do what they did to shoot 46% from the field and find so much offense, even when they weren't great with the basketball, they turned it over 18 times. But putting up 80 on your home floor and two wins early on in the season. I mean, they'll take that. Now the question is, what do they do on the road?
1: But not only that, they have a win that a lot of other teams or maybe not any team is going to have and that they beat Northwestern. Think about that. Yep. You know, uh, all these other teams, and we'll see how it goes this weekend because I think one of the teams that could be Northwestern is going to get a crack at them. A lot of these teams aren't going to be able to say, hey, we beat Northwestern, and that's going to be huge when you look
0: at the final standings potentially. It absolutely would. could. That be the difference for them it getting could. that number four spot. It absolutely yeah.
1: could. We we didn't realize the magnitude of that win when it happened.
0: We we did not. And Northwestern's happy that they have a near ish roster now after that game. But we we've talked yeah, about yeah. that. We before, don't we so. don't
1: need to give them an excuse. I get it. They they yep. weren't full, but Bethany yep. beat them. Yep, they took care of business.
0: All credit for sure. Men's side, yeah, lead the way. Let's do it. Alrighty, so we will, uh, I guess, start with the same spot. Why not, that we started on the women's side. We'll go out to St. Bonnie, this one tipping off a little bit later than the game you and I were watching, Wyatt. Crown College winning by 8, 64-56 over the Minnesota Morris Cougars. This is a game I saw most of the second half, and honestly, I was impressed by Crown Wyatt because they had, well, I was impressed by both teams, and I'll explain I believe I got a double check here. They were up when I first saw the score. It was like 30 to 11 crown. And then Morris closed the half on a 15 to four run to pull within eight going to recess. And I got a double check here on the fly. Yeah, it was 30 to 11. Why it was six minutes left in the half and Morris found a way to trim it to eight points going to recess. And we expected a really good one between these two clubs. I mean, we saw it last year between these squads. You played the what-if-I-told-you game with Martin Luther. I'm going to do it with Crown. Okay. What if I told you Cade Carroll is only going to be off the floor for one minute? He's going to play 39 minutes, why? but all he's going to do is score eight points in the ball game, Had 10 rebounds as well, but then you look at a guy like Jacob Van Dam. He's going to go three of 10, and he's going to have just seven points. Now, those are just two names. It's much bigger than that for a whole team. But what would you think that Crown would be able to do with the rest of their roster? and how good game. a defense they'd have to have to win when those that's, two guys well, only combined for 15.
1: That's just it. Uh, the thing that impresses me most about Crown this year is they're like second right now in the UMAC defensively. That's incredible because yeah. that's been an area that's been a concern, and we've known how talented they are offensively and the different guys that can do things. But if you can hold a team like Morris to 56 and win these low scoring grinded out kind of games, you're just that much more dangerous. I mean, this is a serious contender, in crown right now for a umac title for a variety of reasons but their defense is one and then how about michael Ladd too, a guy who's known as the distributor he goes for 13 in a game where they needed him to do a little bit more he was able to step up and do that each of his
0: two threes were in big spots must i say like where crown's
1: offense was struggling you're gonna love this comparison because you don't like this team a little like Dejon Harris in a sense, right? He's out there. He's yeah, not really whatever. a threat. And then all of a sudden, he starts scoring a little bit.
0: Hunter Dickinson traveled down the stretch. Bad that flagrant was, foul that call. That TCU was a shame. TCU got ripped off down the stretch at Allen Give Field that House. man
1: an Oscar for, for the way he flopped. I don't like that was, Dickinson. Yeah. That
0: was a shame.
1: But no, I, you know what I'm saying, though, with Ladd? Like, he's not yep. asked to score. He doesn't necessarily have to look to shoot, but... When they needed him, too, he was able to get it done.
0: He likes the, the flashy passes, too, like DeJuan Harris, who sometimes... Is it DeJuan? You know, I call him
1: DeJuan. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's spelled with a J. Okay. Where You know when those guards, right-handed, like to just dribble super fast toward the rim, and then yeah. they get cut off, and then they hang they in just, the air underneath the basket, just yeah, hope they just, can find chuck, a guy. I love it. hanging it in the I air. I love it. So, yeah, I, I'm double-checking what you said here, Wyatt, and you are correct. I mean, I, I never doubted you. But Crown is averaging, allowing just 70 points per game defensively right now. And, you know, a small sample size in UMAC play, just three games in. But if they can continue that moving, well, that is actually all season. That isn't just conference only, I should say. Um, if Crown can continue that through the rest of the season, they're only averaging letting up 64 points in UMAC play yeah. through three games. They can survive what I just said, where Cade isn't fantastic or Van Dam isn't yes. fantastic. You got to give a shout out, though, to Tyrus Buckner because he's the guy that they were looking for late in a couple huge free throws down the stretch. We said it after the opening weekend. I'll say it again. They're as deep as they've been wide, and I don't know how many years, with their full complement of healthy guys. It feels like it's at least five, six-plus years, and I know they got to the UMAC final against Northwestern a few years ago. This seems deeper. Yeah. You're, they you're a guy, Carter Bainey off the bench again, yeah. super efficient. In 15 minutes, he plays. He's in double figures with 10 points. He's been awesome this year off the bench. You got a guy like Alec Testerman who's been there forever, it feels like, and, you know, more power to him. He's coming off the bench as well, and he used to be a starter for so long. Are you saying he needs to move on? No, I'm not. I, you know, I'm always a proponent of using as many years as you can.
1: Take advantage of And I know the you'll do that some
0: year. You'll come back to the baseball diamond get, for Northwestern. I Western.
1: could come back and play some basketball. Should I see if any UMAC coaches want me? Go ahead, that'd be entertaining. You probably have eligibility because, you know, not you have like what, 5, 6 years or something?
0: I we don't need to get into this. How does that what mean? am I going to do?
1: You could play. What
0: not basketball? Why not? <laughs> We're not going to get start into this.
1: training <laughs> right now and then we could maybe do it. Um yeah, no, really impressed with Crown. Defense travels and when you play good defense, you can win on any given night, even when yep. you struggle offensively. And like yep. you said, they're so deep that it benefits them Not only defensively, but offensively, they're able to rely on a couple of different guys when they need to. And they know that they can count on them. So good win for crown. Disappointing, I'm sure, if you're a Morris fan. But at the same
0: time, Paul Dak is legit. The the ways he was scoring in this game wide against this tough crown defense and what I watched in the second half. He is so impressive getting to the rim, how he can finish through contact and amongst the trees. Like the, Paul Dack is legit; the que- he's the real deal. The Question you got to
1: ask yourself if you're a Morris fan is how many times are we going to be held to 56? So yeah. I'm actually encouraged in a sense if I'm a Cougar fan saying because hey, they're down to 64, yeah. yeah, we haven't played in a lot of those kinds of games in the past few years.
0: Need more from my guy Kenny. He, he expected minutes. more. I like expected more, but only six and five. Yeah, I mean like, he
1: was out there for more than half the game.
0: Everyone so. expected more. He's going to do better. I believe in him, but. Just, just need more from him. One of your guys your team. He's it's my guy. I said he knows look. he needs more, and I expect more, and he's going to deliver more. All right. What if I told you in this game the winner would score sixty four? That's incredible. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed. We you. thought it was up I and down. I set the and... over
1: under around one fifty in this game. Yeah, we weren't even close.
0: Good thing we don't bet.
1: That's <laughs> one of the many reasons <laughs> not to. But...
0: Yes, correct.
1: All right, Bethany Martin Luther. Is it fine if we go there next? I mean, you're let's supposed to lead, so I don't want to step let's on or anything. No, let's do it. Not much for me in this one. Triple-double watch hit. TDW. Triple-digit watch. Not triple-double watch. We had one of those earlier, but... There was no triple-double,
0: but there was triple digits. Yes,
1: so I said that wrong. Hey, I mean, any takeaways that you have in this one?
0: UMAC Player of the Week, Dominic Bangu, has had an excellent last week. We talked about him last week, what he did in the non-con, 17 and 14, in their big win at Central. He does it again against Martin Luther. He only misses, why, two shots in the game. Seven of eight from deep. I mean, can you be much better than that? I mean, is that like J.J. Redick at his peak? Is that Max Acemas at Oral Roberts shooting daggers into Ohio State? I mean, what's your best comparison for seven of eight from downtown?
1: My best comparison for seven of eight from Corey downtown? Corey
0: Kispert on a heater? Against Virginia your guy.
1: backing the COVID year. You remember that game? He was. He
0: was I don't. I just game. remember he was a good shooter.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of – I don't even – I mean, just – any good shooter?
0: Okay. What's okay. the guy,
1: Kyle Corver? I mean, when he, yep. was, when yep. he was feeling He's it. a good I mean, one. He yep. a good one to throw out Ray Allen. I don't know. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that much. Bethany is just scary, aren't they, though? Yeah. I mean, just the different way Still ways without Sega Yeah, it's just not fair in a, in a way. I mean. It's fair. I they're they're playing them, within the rules, way. <laughs> I, I get it. You know what I'm trying to say. If, if we're going to say Northwestern has to play. A, a off game on the women's side in order to get beat don't you feel like it's almost the same right now with the way well, Bethany we've is seen thus far absolutely. and some of the box scores we're seeing it's just ridiculous
0: yep so yeah not much for me to add on that one i mean yeah i i just again bangu is the headliner for me i mean he only played 24 minutes he did that and again he's at the top for them rebounding i mean three guys had seven boards he was one of them my guy Jax madsen shout out to him 19 7 and 4 i mean to have those guys at the guard position when Sagadal is out, that is massive, and, you know, they're playing around with their lineup a bit. Heider Sheck coming off the bench. X was in the starting lineup, so kind of a three-guard look. And it was working against Martin Luther, and it'll be interesting to see why, much like I said with Bethany on the woman's side, does something change for Bethany on the men's side when they get out on the road? Is yep. it's different then. It's a different it animal.
1: It is. Well, I'm, I'm sure we're not going to see 111 put up on the road, but maybe they'll maybe. prove us wrong. I don't
0: know. <laughs> If they're playing a team who's not defending so well right now, could they put up one eleven on a team like I hate to say it, but it's true. If we move next, Wyatt, to what happened in Roseville on Saturday, Northwestern not just loses to North Central. They only held a lead in the first seconds of the game, two to two nothing. Zero. They, they did not they lead win. after there, and they weren't really even close. Owen two coming into the game, Wyatt, you and I were saying it on the podcast, off the mic. On the mic inside the Erickson Center Saturday, Northwestern has to be a desperate team. You don't want to fall to 0-3, especially with what you know is lurking this coming Friday night coming into your building. And all that to be said, tip of the cap to Coach Becker and his club, they looked like they wanted it more. They were the tougher team. They were the more physical team. They got more 50-50 balls. They were more decisive in the half court. They cared more on rebounding, defense, just about anything I can list. And for a guy in his second year at North Central, Coach Jeremy Becker has now gone into the Erickson Center twice and beat Northwestern by double digits both times.
1: That is the A topic, as Eric IPA would say. Yeah. That's the A topic. Before we talk about
0: Northwestern or anything, it's all credit to North Central. Yeah. They broke their will. I yeah, mean
1: they did. And yeah. and it's hard enough to go as a coach into the Erickson Center and win in your first year. Against them, let alone do it twice. Back to back. Let alone do it against a desperate
0: team, not a Northwestern team who was high in themselves and feeling too good.
1: Not just a desperate team, but to beat them by double digits, yeah, And, and to just yeah, just completely own the game right from the get go. They looked like they wanted it more. Very disappointed in what I saw from Northwestern defensively. It's just almost like it was a lack of wanting to defend. The like, number of times aggressive.
0: you said help defense to me on the broadcast, I think you broke a record. Which, it was true, though. Yeah. We just never saw it. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's not good. <laughs> if you watch, you'd be thinking, wow, what's the issue here? Well, one, like I said on the broadcast, will they take a charge at some point? Will somebody step in? Yeah. I don't know. They clearly aren't able to defend right now one-on-one. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like North Central's guards were breaking them down and getting to the rim. So yep. somebody has to help. Yep. And it's not like the Rams were a great three-point shooting team, or have been a great three-point shooting team. Thirty-one
0: percent, eight this of twenty-six. Year. They were,
1: yeah. So maybe make them hit an outside shot. Yep. I don't know. Holtman is the guy you can't really leave. He was four of eight, and we we knew that. But other than him, I would have liked to have seen them help more. Yep. And make them beat you from the outside because what they were doing was not working. A lot of questions for Northwestern. We would have to look, and we probably should have, because, I mean, we had the time to do it. When was the last time, if ever, they've started 0 3 in conference play?
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say, has a guy ever started in the UMAC in his first two years, one at Northwestern? Too. I mean, there's a lot of I literally don't, don't know if what Coach up. Becker's done now has ever been done in it Coach Gross's hasn't. tenure. I don't
1: know. It maybe hasn't. I'm yeah. willing to say in Coach Gross's tenure, it has not happened.
0: Yeah, so that means he did something that no one's done in two decades. But well, hey, yeah, I mean,
1: uh, one thing to note with North Central, Cam Thomas does not play. It sounds Thanks like he may yeah. not be returning again anytime soon, if at
0: all this Super year. Super unfortunate. Yeah. Just
1: rumors that we've heard. If you have info and want to let us know, gmail.com. But yeah, it makes it all the more impressive, though. I mean, that's said what it on I mean. Saturday,
0: the heart and soul of their team.
1: That's why it was so impressive what they did because you lose a guy like that, and they didn't looked deterred they were dominating the game inside at the rim and even on the glass they were able to you know Plus do a lot and yep so yeah it was really impressive Feller had a big ga- game and I was really impressed with what I saw from him Holtman stepped up we knew multiple guys were going to have to step up and that's exactly what they got the Everybody McNeil contributed twins. the McNeil twins Playing with some swagger, yeah. I mean, yeah. our our guy. I'm just gonna call him Brown because Wedgeworth Brown. It's a it's a mouthful to try and say, especially on Remy. the podcast. Call
0: him Remy. It's his name. Remy's good too, <laughs> but Wedgworth Brown. That dude is a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he was fun to watch. So they're they're all so similar. You can tell like the kind of player that Coach Becker like wants to recruit and get into his program. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're way more connected than Northwestern. I mean, all the way around the horn. Question course, I have for, for you. you. Go ahead. No, 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 I want you to ask the question. Well, if you want to talk about, I was going to ask one question about Northwestern. That's fine. I can finish with North Central before we move on. Go ahead. Percent chance Northwestern men's basketball makes the UMAC tournament this year.
1: Can I wait until after the result on Friday to answer
0: that? So you could could say (laughs) a number now and then one at the end of the weekend, too.
1: Well, that game is going to swing it drastically. Yep. Right now, I would say it's around 10%. They lose that game, it drops to around five. They win that game, it would probably go up to like 25. Yeah, big swing. Something like that. It's a big swing. This is a huge game coming up on Friday, which we'll get to. And to end on North Central before we move on, they just, they've been a team, and I I said this going into the game, you can't take them lightly. I know they haven't necessarily looked that impressive, but they've had some close losses. They have been in a lot of games, and you just got the sense they were about to break through. And they're starting to play better as we head into conference play now. Here into twenty twenty four, which is a scary sight. So happy for them. Hats off to them. They deserve this. They had a good game plan. They executed. It was fun to watch for Northwestern. Another tough loss, but North Central deserves all the credit in the world for the way they played in this game.
0: And most people would say after Friday night they'll be three and one in UMAC play. Who would have thought they'd win three out of their first they, four?
1: They have a very good opportunity to get there. Let's not just yep. count it, but nope. they are going to be favored to win that
0: game for sure. I mean, I, I would throw – it's maybe not fair, but what, what do you think the chances are they get in the tournament? I, I, they'll be North right Central? there. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I can't give you a
0: bunch of – Yeah, that's I okay. would have to factor
1: in what I did for Northwestern I'd say and... they
0: at least got a puncher's chance. I'll oh, absolutely. It yeah.
1: Again, the win over Northwestern is huge. Imagine yep. if you get the win at home against them later this month and then you own the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. That's the – Outside of this upcoming weekend for Northwestern, that's the other game right now I would have circled on the calendar. You have to get that one at North Central. Right
0: now, I'm more so comparing them to Morris and Superior because I feel like right now I'd say the top tier is Bethany and Crown. They're draw really a line, right and then you go the down played. from there, and then Northwestern's not in the second tier for sure. They're probably third tier.
1: Bethany and Crown are in tier one. I would still say Superior has a very high ceiling, and they Superior, tier Morris, two.
0: North Central are Morris in tier two. There. Yep,
1: and then Northwestern is like tier three, and then you have With
0: Martin four. Luther and no, no. Northland tier, below tier them. Four would be... Yep. yeah, yeah, okay. Northwestern's tier three by themselves. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah. But, but, not, but <laughs> we we're going
0: to see them all play each other this weekend. So, anyway... We have one more, speaking of Superior Wyatt, at Northland. Yeah,
1: I I don't have that. did just win,
0: 23.1, wasn't even close.
1: I was going to say, I'm just really impressed with the resiliency. That's what you wanted to see from Northwestern in a desperate spot. Superior delivered, and they were able to win this game, really in control of it. If I told you that Langston Flowers and Jordan Brennan were going to combine six of 22 from the field, you probably could have guessed what the outcome of the game was going to be. So that's. That's a losing recipe for Northland, and that's exactly what happened. Hats off to Superior. That's that's the team that gets me excited. That's the team I picked to win this thing at the beginning of the year. Again, I shouldn't have because Bethany is Bethany. But Superior, when they play their they best the guys. is a real threat.
0: Yeah, they got the guys who could make it happen. The Jays. Who's at the top scoring and rebounding, Wyatt? For superior. superior. Was it your guy? My guy. Joseph One of the Jays. The guy, the guy, the guy who you week. say shoots too much, he shot the same number of whoa, shots as Javon whoa, whoa, whoa. Walker this time. I he shot the same number of shots. I said when it's not going in, maybe
1: consider passing to my guy, oh, oh, okay. Because remember, right. their opener against Crown, he had like eight shot attempts in the first eight minutes. And he was like oh for 8, or 1 for 8.
0: Shoot or shoot. Like eventually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come eventually. eventually.
1: You see the Cam Thomas quote where He's like, he had missed 20 shots in a row. And he said, next game I might go 10 for 10. You know how I be. I keep shooting. Wait, Cam Thomas. The guy for Brooklyn,
0: oh, from LSU. Yeah, there's two Cam Thomases because we talked about the North Central Cam Thomas earlier on this podcast. Not that Cam Thomas, no, the but that's, that's why it league. took me a second to think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he one played that's in the league. He played at LSU and just chucked for two years and then went to yeah. the league, right? And he's doing the same thing. He yeah. missed 20
1: <laughs> shots in a row, but that was his quote. He said, "I might go ten for ten next game. I'm going to keep shooting. You know how uh, I be." That's funny. Anyways, good win for the Jackets, and excited to see what they can do in this upcoming weekend. When they play like this, they're a real contender.
0: Do you oh, agree? Yeah. No, I don't I don't think we ever doubted it, Wyatt. Um, we were talking about going into this game. If you could put up 75-plus, I think is the number we said, not just winning but getting that offense going 74. So that's about it, and uh, they'll look to continue to raise their nope. level where they're going to have two road games where they – I'm going to say they're going to be probably for sure tested in one, and I can't guarantee how much they're going to be tested on Friday night, which we're going to talk about soon. No but. Joey Barker, by the way. Your guy's hurt again. He so, was hurt. He was hurt earlier this year too, and then he came back, and now he's hurt tough. again. It's tough. Good note though. Something to watch for coming to this weekend. It is. Speaking of this coming weekend, do you want to get into it? Is it that time or before we get I there? Are so. you going to draft another player because of the aforementioned well, Cam Thomas done? I would take many believe for the rest of the year. I would just take his teammate Tanner Holtman. We can do that. Do you want to make that somebody? transaction? Yeah, let's just do. He's that. on again, your team. I don't think it really Congratulations. matters that You've much added at this Tanner point. Holtman.
1: My team has been extremely disappointing. Do we want to run through that quick before we make predictions? You can if you want to, and the and the
0: prediction standings. And I will do this very you fast. You got it. Okay. So I'm at 543 through the opening two weeks of UMAC play, three games that we've played. You are at 376. So, you know, anything is possible, wide, as Kevin Garnett once said, but um, you're in a hole, and I'll just leave it there. Uh, my leading point scorer was Jax Madsen, my last pick. Shout out to him. Didn't get much of anything from Jay Niamari Nayam- Has to be better. I already called out uh, Kenny Placide. Need for- more from uh, Caleb Hoyleen, But then, you know, Cade's going to bounce back. Fombula, Ferenholz, they're both good. Your leading scorer, Hunter Nielsen, White, Javon Walker, Paul Dack, and Tyrus Buckner were all also in the 20s. But uh, you're not getting a lot from uh, Parker Bainey and Seth Veers and the aforementioned Cam Thomas will be replaced by Tanner Holtman, and you are still hoping that Drew Sagadal comes back at some point. Will it be Friday? Will it be does this weekend? Come back, he then, could. You
1: know, that'd be that'd be helpful because I'm getting a lot I think of years and some ones. Point.
0: And yeah, I well remember if you're Bethany, when though, we were scouting. If when he's we watched, iffy, do you wait a little longer because of how they've been playing? You know what I mean, Coach Garvin and his staff. I I don't think it depends on how you've
1: been playing. It's just okay. when he's ready, he's ready.
0: Okay, bring him back
1: as the coaches Whenever say. Maybe it's
0: not my decision. Talk to the athletic trainer. It's their well, That decision. is what state, but let's be honest. The coaches <laughs> have some pull and the
1: players have some pull. If I
0: had a nickel for every time PJ has said it's not my decision, talk to our athletic training staff, then uh, I would have a pocket full of nickels because he says that a lot. It's a lot of nickels. It's a lot of nickels, for sure. Uh, quickly, on the women's side of things, this is more compelling, Wyatt. Uh, not as deep of a hole that you're in, but I'm still up by 100 plus, 417 to 305. Your leading scorer, Maddie Grove, like who we I mentioned, say. had 27 fantasy points. Kayla Hola playing in her first UMAC game, 21.
1: That's why I picked
0: her. If she could have been healthy
1: and played in the first two. Well, there's a lot of season left. A lot of season left. You mentioned Heckendorf letting you down. There's signs of encouragement, but I still don't feel good about it.
0: Latsky needed something like that big number. Only one who scored in the 30s uh, this past weekend. Jasmine Sandrell. Like to see it as well for my squad. That's why I picked her third overall. Some are saying that was way too high. But that's who, the who jazz. That's was saying uh, this. People, people were writing writing in saying that was way too high to take her. But this, what we saw this past weekend out at the Erickson Center, that's why I took her number three. So we'll see what happens from there. And uh, Lexi Hagan's only going to get better. So
1: you would think. I mean, yeah. Yeah. like we said. I mean, she didn't even have to. She probably could have just took the day off completely. And she's not still at 21 fantasy points wide.
0: She was one yeah. rebound away well, still from a double-double. And yeah. it felt like she was like almost irrelevant.
1: Well, because she was in like the first half. Kept getting the rebounds, majority though. majority of this game.
0: Even yeah. though she's not scoring, keep grabbing rebounds. That's what's scary about Northwestern.
1: I I don't know. Fantasy is whatever. I always focus <laughs> on the predictions because my fantasy teams never do well. It's
0: easier to say this when you're hurting. It's my okay. fantasy football
1: teams it. are better than my UMAC fantasy
0: you were I'll also close, that. though, in that guillotine league. Oh, That uh, still we'll, haunts you. Still keeps you well, up at night. Well, you
1: know what? I don't lose <laughs> sleep over it, so that's, that's good. the good news. I'm glad to hear it.
0: All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, you've made your selection, uh, we will move into the official predictions for this coming weekend. Am you, I directing where you we're direct going first? Game
1: by game, you can Kay. decide if you
0: want to pick first on the women's side or if you want me to, and then we'll flip it on the men's side. You pick first on the women's side. I'm just going to say Kay. it straight up. Give I'll pick the first, first on the men's side. So. We're going to start on the women's side because we always do ladies first. It is Friday night, the 12th, later on this week. Let's go to downtown well, Minneapolis.
1: Well, hold on a second, though. What? You're talking north-central Northland. Yeah. On the UMAC website, it says postpone. Can you quick do some digging into that I, and check the north-central? Wow and see if
0: that Good ice. is legit. The only thing I can think of when that says postponed would be due to a roster issue with Northland. I mean, that would be my best guess why, for why that's postponed.
1: That's what I would be thinking, too. I hope it's not okay. So maybe we start somewhere else. Well, wow. You
0: know, it says postponed on Northland's web, or excuse me, on uh, North Central's website, too. Okay, so we that's do not have bad. a full slate. Wow. But what's weird that's is unfortunate.
1: they have them playing against Northwestern the next day. Yeah, so... So they just got to make that game up sometime. I don't know. Interesting. Not a full slate. We'll skip that one and go to the next one, then.
0: Could it get put back on the schedule? I don't should we pick it as if?
1: I don't want to speculate. Don't pick it? Let's not pick it. How about it. Well, if actually, they do play? If they do should. play, real no, quick. No, no, no. Maybe we should, because yeah. what if it's, like, on a random weeknight, and it's not part of the... You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just do let's, it for now Let's pick the group it. In. Well, I'm picking North
0: Central. Yeah, I am, and too. And we can move on.
1: It, it, <laughs> I I don't know what else to say. Wow. They have five players,
0: Wyatt. That's the issue.
1: Yeah. No. Northland, I mean, the minutes are just insane. Yeah. And part of the reason why I was going to take North Central without even thinking about it is they're in a bounce back spot after the way they played. Everything's pointed toward them. But I don't think it matters when they play this game. I think North Central wins it. So, okay, we're both on North Central. Let's move on.
0: We hope Northland can get new more players somehow at some point to have a deeper roster, but I don't know if that's in the cards. We'll wait and see. Let's keep it in the Twin Cities, as you said. Let's go to the Northwestern St. Paul campus wow. in Roseville. The what a tilt. No, let, should we go that last? I thought You, you said already we had to said it, to so there, now huh? we got to do it. I'm, I'm bamboozling this. It's listed next on the UMAC website. That's why I said it. Okay. Don't blame the UMAC website. As PA would say. 3-2. Northwestern. <laughs> UW-Superior. Friday night. Not for all the marbles, Wyatt, but there are some marbles on the table. It is the first time they will meet since... UW-Superior handed Northwestern their only loss in all of UMAC play, regular and postseason last year. The rematch, not in February this time, but a big one nonetheless. On Friday night, January the 12th, the undefeated, only undefeated team left in the UMAC jackets against the defending champion, Northwestern Eagles. This is undoubtedly your Sonic blockbuster, right? It is okay. If if you could lock
1: me in a gym, and I had to stay there for the weekend, it'd be Northwesterns just for these matchups on Friday night on the okay. men's and women's side. Yeah. All right. Let's start with Northwestern. Fully healthy, they got everybody back. They just beat North Central, who was undefeated. Basically, like they they didn't even know they existed. Beat yep. them by like forty. It was just yep. a ridiculous game. But Superior beat northwestern last year
0: and they've looked good so far this year. and they've
1: looked good and we know they're going to pressure and we know that they're going to harass northwestern and try and speed them up a little bit so can they do that enough and cause enough chaos to get an upset victory even though they're the ones that are undefeated do you think they look at that as an upset no they probably think to themselves we're the team that needs to get knocked off yeah because we're the ones that are undefeated i saw northwestern this past weekend I saw what they did against the press that North Central put on for portions of that game. Now, it's not the same as what we're going to see from Superior, but I think the Eagles are on a mission. I think they handle it. They know the importance of this game. I mark them as like a six-and-a-half-point favorite roughly in this one, Okay, and I think they'll cover and win this game. Give me the Eagles. I think they start fast. I think they have way too many weapons, and... Uh, It would take a miraculous game from like an Elise Bessonen or somebody like that if they were to win this game. They just need to play really well and have somebody take the majority of the load. And coming into Northwestern with the way this team's playing, I just, I'll take the Eagles. I think that loss to Bethany hurt the rest of the conference because it got Northwestern awake right from the get-go of the conference season.
0: All good points. Wyatt, so far this season, UW-Superior has led up the following points to their opposition in three games. 26. Wow. 41 not bad and 31 impressive very impressive (laughs) but it's crown morris and northland are not northwestern
1: i was just gonna say
0: especially in the erickson center
1: different kind of battle here this weekend
0: so my question for you what range ish amount of points does uw superior have to hold the northwestern eagles to on friday night to give their offense a chance to win the game 60 something okay probably you're that, gonna sense, have to score. that sounds I mean, fair.
1: You're only going to be able to slow Northwestern down so much. You got to be in the upper 60s if you want to beat them. That's my, my take.
0: It was an all-out rock fight in one of the games, especially that they played last year, though. And I know this one isn't happening at the Mertz, and it's going to be a little different at the Erickson Center. But I want to make sure to get these correct on what it was last year between these two clubs. I mentioned Superior took down Northwestern in the Erickson Center last February. But first things first, Wyatt, last January the 20th, it was 46-41. Eagles won, but they only scored 46 points on that jacket defense, okay? Yeah. How did it change in February? A little bit, but it's the type of game you're talking about. Superior won 57-55. They found a way to keep their offense in the game, at least that's how I'd label it, by holding the Eagles offense to 55 points. So it feels like you and I are in agreement that it has to be a recipe like that on Friday for Coach Carpenter's club to win. You're yeah. just nodding. At yeah, me. I, this is great podcasting, but that's okay.
1: I I I don't know what else you want me to. add. So I, mean,
0: I would agree with you, and I would agree with you in the sense that I'm going to take Northwestern because I feel like, and I said it last year, and people don't like this. They got to drop to at least their B B minus, maybe even C plus game on some it's nights. not wrong even for if the opposition like to it. win. I mean, they just. You know, the adage that we throw back and forth, Wyatt, they got more jimmies than anyone else does in the league. There's a lot of Joes on the basketball floor across the upper Midwest. There's not a lot of jimmies and Northwestern has a handful of them on their squad that'll be playing on the hardwood Friday night.
1: Yeah, no lies detected there in that statement. For for the woman's side, should
0: I flip it to like Jill's and Jillian's or something? I don't know. You're fine. It's Jimmy's and Joe's. It's, You're fine. It, That's it comes how from everybody Shaq and it. Chuck on TNT. So. That's how everybody knows it. Anyway, we feel like this is going to be an awesome, awesome game, though. And uh, Lord will, be. Lord I willing, mean, why, you and I will be in the gym with the headset on on the Eagles Sports Network. Well, and we're hopeful that it's a good game for
1: our yes. sake. But,
0: I mean, yeah. I think
1: everybody wants to see a good, highly yeah. sought-after game
0: that lives up to the hype. If you can't make it out to the Erickson Center, yet you want to watch some UMAC basketball on Friday night, we would recommend this matchup.
1: And if you do make it to the Erickson Center, like we said, say hi.
0: I was kind we'll of offended. There. We didn't hear from anyone this past weekend. And,
1: well, I talked to a couple of people, but not
0: related to, not this to the podcast. podcast but <laughs> <laughs> no one came anyways. up to say hi. And also, why we told people to tell us their experience if they were at the Mertz, the WAC, or the Ericsson Center, or the North Gym. No one said anything. Again, we want to hear from you folks. It, it, it actually makes us a little bit sad when we get to the end of the weekend and no one said we what know. their experience was like at the gym. We know people are listening. We know yes. you're listening. We look at the numbers for each episode and the downloads. They're we, get, listening. we know you're out there. <laughs> let us know. And we know at least some of you who are listening are not just listening, but you're going to the games. You're at the games. Yeah. So let us know your experience in these gyms this weekend. Get redemption from last weekend. We want to hear from you. UAO the UMAC. At gmail.com or it's find us on simple. Twitter. It's that simple. It doesn't yep. take much time. All right. So back to the predictions. We both have North Central. We both have Northwestern. We'll stay in the state of Minnesota because Wyatt, rumor has it, that's where all the games are taking place this weekend. We're going to head out west to St. Bonnie, to the WAC. Crown College, Coach Tussler's Club. Not the greatest start to UMAC play, Wyatt. You've talked about your belief in Coach Tussler, though, and his ability to get this program on the right track. Does it start with a win against Martin Luther College on Friday night they're one and two Martin Luther's own three
1: you know i could be dramatic and you know really drag this out but i won't i think crown wins okay they get the win They had a transfer come in. We were notified of this uh, as well. And Maya Morris, and she's been leading them in minutes and hasn't shot it extremely efficient yet. But if she starts to, that's another element that Crown might be able to add into. And with the way last A semester add, right? Like she's only played a few games? So she only played a couple of games. But she's on the team. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's something to keep an eye on with her production moving forward. They got the conference player of the week as well in Mackenzie Latsky. Give me Crown at home. A very, very big game for Coach Tussler and his squad. I stuck my neck out for the Knights this past weekend. Fool me once, shame Just on going to say me. you're done. <laughs> Wait, no. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, strike three. Is that what Michael Scott says? Something, Something like along that. the lines of that. Yep. So I'll take Crown.
0: Yeah, I think this is compelling. Um, it it may go based on what we see from Maya Morris. I mean, if Latsky has another really, really good game like she had against Morris this past Saturday, but she's one of the only ones scoring... What are the odds Heckendorf is held down as much as Bethany held her
1: down? You're going to know she's she's going to come out and want to get hers early yeah. after not scoring all in their last game.
0: Is this a loser leaves town? Loser can't get to the UMAC tournament.
1: It's early to say that. Like Could be. Definitively, it's a big game, though. Yeah. For tie-breaking purposes and knowing that you at least have a split since these are two teams that would be on the fringe.
0: Don't feel like just because I didn't pick them last weekend that I've forgotten about the Knights. Don't feel like I still don't believe in the players that Coach Garish has and the ability they have.
1: Going back to the Knights?
0: Don't feel like I believe that Coach Garish isn't going to get Jordan Heckendorf going. She's going to play better. Latsky's going to score 20-plus, but I don't know what we're getting out of the rest of the roster. Martin Luther wins on the road by less than five. It is a spine-tingler late inside of the whack Friday night. So when you gave us that last week
1: with martin luther bethany and you said it'd be within seven you were way off i was this isn't going to be another one of those cases if is this it?
0: is a 15 plus point win for one side i'll be surprised me too and i, I, know I, I, I just said within too. five but yeah, if it gets I, that out of hand it, do, it doesn't feel like it should i, I feel like this is a game in they're the second two half. pretty evenly matched clubs it feels like it would take
1: somebody just not showing up to to have this get lopsided one way or another. even
0: though they're oh in three i feel like there are more knowns right now with martin luther so i'm gonna go with martin luther Fair enough. We will disagree or, or, or on that. Will we on disagree on this one? Probably not. The Bethany squad, Wyatt, who's been impressive early this year, have a win against Northwestern, the defending champs at 2-1, and one, playing another 2-1 and one team out west in Morris. It is officially, for the Cougars, their home opener in that huge Jim Gremmels Court Gymnasium, Cougar Sports Center, whatever they call it out there. Do they pick up a win in their home opener against Bethany who's playing their first road game of the season, 2-2 and 1 clubs. We talk about how good of a matchup we think it's going to be, superior Northwestern, that's the Sonic blockbuster, but this is not a bad secondary option as well. No,
1: it's not. You're right. It's it's uh not a a game you want to overlook necessarily for for either the women or the men's side, but that being said, if you want to take Bethany, go ahead. I'm not taking them. I'm taking Northwestern. Okay. After their last performance?
0: If this was at Bethany, would you take Bethany, hypothetically? I'd take Morris. No? Okay.
1: I would ride with Morris with the way that they looked in their last game. And, yeah, I I mean, it's really hard to pick against the Cougars when we flip to this time of year. We've seen it, Ryan, time and time again. They play better basketball. And, you know, Maddie Grove is one of the only things that I have going well on my fantasy team. I can't not pick the Cougars to win because I need her to do well. So, I'll take the Cougars. I think they take care of business. Maybe it's close. I mean, again, I I do think Bethany needs to be taken seriously, and I've liked what I've seen from them. It's a tall, tall task and big ask to, you know, say, hey, go into Morris, though, and beat the Cougars right now. So
0: if this game was in Mankato, and I know it's not, and I know they'll play each other in Mankato later on this year, but you may be able to twist my arm enough with what they just came off of to pick Bethany. See, see, not in Mankato. You
1: didn't really give an answer. You said maybe. Maybe I'd take them if it was I said Mankato. if you twist my arm enough. Yeah, I know. So you're saying I
0: maybe what it would depend on if you could twist my arm enough. That's yeah. not an answer, Ryan. Well, the game's not in Mankato, so I don't have to answer to you're that. Right. It's in Morris. You're right. So I'm taking Morris. And you're But I think this is another close no one. second guesses? I think this is another close one. This is within single digits. I think out in St. Bonnie and in Morris, they will be single-digit contests. Does
1: a close game, like a low, lower-scoring close game, favor Morris or Bethany?
0: I feel like both teams don't want it to get super frantic, if I'm being honest. I mean, you know, Morris, we always say they like to play that lower-ish type scoring game and not have to rely on a ton of scoring, but I feel like Bethany doesn't necessarily want to play a game that's up and down either. Think about this. Bethany's already
1: got one win that a lot of other teams aren't going to be able to say they have.
0: If they win at Morris. They could get a second one. All of a sudden, should Bethany then add a year or two to Coach Perfess's contract if they win this game? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm not sure what the contract (laughs) details are at the moment, so I can't comment on that. What I am saying is they
0: could seriously
1: be be considered a title contender if they win this one. You would have wins over Morris and Northwestern. Yeah. Hey, anything's possible. You could argue
0: this one would... Maybe be just as impressive if you do it on the road. You could. Against a Morris club that's feeling pretty good.
1: And as far as we know, a
0: 100%. As far as we know, so, yeah. So, yeah, it's a big
1: opportunity for Bethany. We'll see how they uh, attack it.
0: Gianna Clarenby going to have another good game. I can feel it. All right. Well, right. We'll see. You're speaking it in into existence. We're going to continue on the women's side, or are we going to do the games Friday night on the men's side? Let's do that. That's easier. We normally do that, right?
1: Yeah, I would. Or do
0: you want to flip it?
1: Uh, no, I would say okay. l- let's stick with the women.
0: Let's stick with the women. Let's stick okay. with the women. Okay, and go to Saturday for the women's. Yeah. Side. Okay. Yep. All right, so we will flip to Saturday, and we are not going to start at the same gym that we did on Friday, being North Central. We are going to stay in Morris. So they will play Bethany on Friday night. They will play Martin Luther College on Saturday. Who do you have, Wyatt? You think they're going to be coming off of a loss? You think Martin Luther will be zero and four? You think Morris coming in will be three and one?
1: Yeah, I, I think I got to go Morris. As much as I'd like to see an upset, picked I MLC like last weekend, like and now
0: now you got them falling into the roadside like ditch, chaos, going to zero and five.
1: Yeah, I am taking
0: the let's, let's not kid ourselves. I am taking Morris, but Martin Luther splits the weekend, and I don't think they can totally overlook this thing if they have a tight. Win against Bethany, that's emotional, hard fought. I mean, this could be a a trap game. Yeah, I'm saying for Morris, if they're in a really emotional, tight game, don't have a lot of time to prepare for MLC, they could be caught in a dogfight in the fourth quarter if they're not careful. Yeah, remember,
1: with the way the UMAC schedule works, you get two games in the span of 24 hours or less.
0: Saturday one's tough. It is. The coaches got to ask themselves late every Friday night, how late am I staying up, how early am I getting up to prep for the next game? How important is sleep to me? Well, we know that answer for some, well, some coaches that used to be in the conference, but. Coach Jones, yeah. He didn't sleep a lot. No.
1: (laughs) No. We just, I hope he's getting more sleep these days.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. All right. So we both have Minnesota Morris taking down Martin Luther College. We are next going to go to, Uh? if it happens, Uh? Northwestern and Northland. If the game happens. Well,
1: so it still says it's going to. So I'm wondering if it's like a class thing maybe, too. I, like it, something going on. Of, I, I don't know. Yeah, I
0: won't speculate anymore.
1: But I'm going to assume it does happen. Even if it doesn't, we're picking it. Yep. And And uh, I'll take Northwestern.
0: I will, too. Big. Yep. Okay. No, nothing against Sorry, Northland. Northland. It's, it's just Until you get tough. more
1: recruits in there and can start to turn this around, it's yeah. really tough to pick you or make a yeah. case for you. Yeah. It's nothing when against you. We only you. have
0: five players and Miranda Wagner's gone. I mean, I miss it's Miranda tough. Wagner. Yeah, your fantasy team does. I know. Sure. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go next out to St. Bonnie. Crown and Bethany. You this think is... Crown is coming off of a win, and they have a little mojo going, a little bit of belief. You think they're going to come in at two and two. Yeah. You think Bethany's also going to come in two and two after big a loss game. against Morris on Friday night? Yeah. What has to give at the whack Saturday afternoon first of a big Double dip out in St. Bonny on Saturday. Load the whack, pack the whack on Saturday. Two great ballgames wide. I mean, if you're not going to come out to support the Crown College Pollers as a weekend, CC supporter yeah, for this then, weekend, then, then are are what are you doing? You probably aren't.
1: I mean, that's just <laughs> the reality. I want to take Crown because I, I think
0: there's a buck coming.
1: There is. and <laughs> And you know who I'm picking. I'm going to pick Bethany. I want to wow. pick Crown. Wow. But I don't trust him enough. But you trust him to beat Martin Luther. I do because I trusted Martin Luther and they let me down.
0: Okay, so it's just become personal for you.
1: <laughs> business is always personal, right? It's the most important personal thing in the world. Say it like Dion. I stand on business. Stand on business. You know, he'd be chilling in the crib with the Heisman right now if we would have hit him on that deep ball back in the first half of week one.
0: Travis Hunter's back next year. He could win the Heisman and does next any, year. Do
1: I care? No, because he's going to be non-relevant again. My goodness. Um yeah, I, I don't think Crown gets enough production in this game. Different opponent. It's a different opponent. We watched Bethany beat Martin Luther by 21, and Bethany's going to sense the urgency if they were to drop their game on Friday night, which I think they do. So then I think they bounce back and get the win on the road. Still not a bad weekend for Crown. They go 1-1, one one, but Bethany
0: gets to 1-1 one one as well with a big win. It's not how this works, but I'm going to say it anyway. If I'm going to pick Crown to lose to Martin Luther... Does that mean I have to pick them to lose to Bethany, you'd have to think? Because by the transitive property, Bethany beat Martin Luther handily this past weekend? It's not the way it works. So all that being said, I have to pick Bethany, right?
1: I have a feeling you're going to pick Bethany, but you don't have to, Ryan. You have free will here to take whoever you'd like. I
0: believe both these teams, though, are going to be coming off of a loss on Friday night.
1: You have free will.
0: Who can get off the mat? Take whoever you want. Don't feel like you're being forced or pressured I'm not. into anything. One of the podcasts I listen to say, I'm an independent thinker, so no one's going to force you me into making be. this Amen. pick. So. Amen. Yeah. This is super compelling, this game. Like I said, if, if you're not going to come out to the whack, and you're thinking of a day to do it. You may, like Wyatt said, you may never come out if you're not going to come out on Saturday the 13th. Forget the NFL playoffs, wide. It's okay. You can have Texans well, Browns up on no, your phone. On, you can record yeah, it. You can watch say, it don't, later. Don't just forget it. You'll I mean, be back in time a, to fire up Peacock later on in the evening to watch the Chiefs and the Dolphins.
1: Peacock's out here trying it's to not take that over expensive. The world. It's okay. I mean, what what is going? on?
0: I can pass along a login if you need have it. Have a that's secondary
1: option for those. <laughs> don't just forget about them. I mean, we still care about it.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying those are all bad excuses. The Vikings aren't in the playoffs on Saturday. The Minnesota Vikings, that is. The Bethany Vikings are in action. Get out and watch this game. It should be a fun one. You went with Bethany in this game. You think they're going to finish the weekend 1-1? One and one. I do. I think both these teams obviously are in jeopardy of going 0-2 on the weekend. I think Crown is actually going to bounce back and they're going to win Saturday. So, so you could say I'm hedging it away. Because why, exactly why would I say is. Martin Luther's going to be Crown, but Bethany is not? You, you know, know why? Happen? Because Bethany is going to have a gut-wrenching loss to Morris on Friday night. And as we've talked about in past weeks, Wyatt, make that long drive from Morris out to St. Bonnie. When are they getting in the hotel? Are they going back to campus? Whatever shenanigans are going on, they're just not going to be themselves going into that hornet's nest. Rumor has it the whack will be packed on Saturday, in case you didn't hear. And Crown's going to use that to split the weekend. Their students are back. I don't know. You, According you to a source that I'm not going to name. they probably be back in class Tuesday then? Not Monday, but in, Tuesday. Yeah, they're back so in So some class students will be lingering back into their dorms. No, like and they're maybe back th- right now, Ryan. Oh, this week we're yes. recording they've been back. Yes, like oh, I'm really? right
1: now as we speak. Is that
0: an advantage for Crown, you think? To have the students, yeah. Uh, uh, Just to be I'll, back I'll in I'll class explain, sooner?
1: <laughs> I'll explain off of the pod, but God. I have
0: a very trustworthy source. And I think he may play for Coach Herbie's team.
1: I'm not saying that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's okay. And
1: that's actually not who I'm talking
0: about. So oh, okay. No,
1: you're incorrect.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to differ on this one. We've differed on a few of them. This well, is going to be
1: interesting. These are the two. It's it's the game of the whack that we've yeah. we've differed on. So big week, big weekend at the wax.
0: Yep. So. And I couldn't say that you know they're going to go zero two with those crowds. Crown's going to win one, but it's not the one you think they're going to win Saturday. We'll find out, I guess. You're currently
1: back one game.
0: I'm not panicking.
1: Total. We're right? just making picks yet. Yeah, one game but I'm total. Eighteen and six, and you're seventeen and seven. Right? Correct. Okay. Which those want, are pretty good numbers. Just want to confirm. It is. It's not going to get us to a
0: hundred wins, but well, you know, dreams it's in, good still. Dreams in the process. We still got time. One more. Yes. Superior. It's a good one too. At North Central. Downtown U. We believe. Well, it's be the easy. game's postponed, but we believe that North Central, at some level, will be undefeated on the weekend, whether they play Friday night or not. Actually. Going well, into this matchup, <laughs> we believe Superior will be coming off of a tough loss to Northwestern. How quick can they respond, though, Wyatt, playing another really good team? Is this the toughest weekend that Superior will have all regular season long going at Northwestern followed by at well, North Central?
1: We answered this question on an earlier pod. What's yeah. the toughest swing like, yeah. as far as where you have Especially to go Especially on play. the women's side, though. On the women's side, this is it. And they're going to get it done, though, and win. And wow. I'll take the Jackets. This is a rematch, remember, from the semifinal that you year watched ago a lot of. That yep. I watched a lot of. I watched the whole thing. And Superior played very well. Just came up short. They remember that.
0: Yeah. Coach Carpenter Have they had this circled that. since the schedule came out. Have they circled Saturday, it, January it the 13th? I don't
1: know, but okay. I know they're going to be up for this game. Okay. It could be a huge advantage for North Central and a way to not play on yep. Friday. It also could Fully be a disadvantage. Rested.
0: Are they a little rusty coming out of the rusty? gates? Are they rusty?
1: Last time out, you just played. Well, I should make sure they don't have any non-conference games, I suppose, and they don't. You just got thumped by Northwestern. Yeah. If this is your next game, how much of that still lingers? It's the age-old question.
0: Rust versus rest. Yeah. Because both you and I aren't saying the Baltimore Ravens are going to be victims of rust. They're they going to be, be beneficiaries well, of rest. Be, they
1: might be victims no. of something else. No, you know what it. I mean? Stop it. They're not they could be out again in the first Stop
0: round. Stop it. No, I will They're be despondent. If that happens, I will be just dead.
1: Anyway, I think Superior gets it done. And, you know, regardless of what happens on Friday night for both these teams, because we don't know if North Central is going to play, and we know Superior has a tough matchup with Northwestern. Regardless, I think Superior wins this game on the road and ends the weekend on a good note.
0: North Central, though, will have some kind of advantage regardless based on what we're saying, even if they do get that game but played some off Friday is night. is it
1: an advantage or not? That's It just depends True. on how you look
0: at They'll it. They'll be coming off of a much less emotional, tight, angst-filled game Yeah, that Superior almost think. assuredly will be coming off of. Um, yeah, this is super interesting, obviously, in this matchup. This isn't going to surprise a lot of people. I'm going to take Superior. I, I think they get revenge from last year's matchup. I feel like they are more known right now than North Central is, but I could be totally clouded, by what we just saw, Northwestern, North Central, because who's to say that Northwestern couldn't win by 25, 30-plus against Superior? Now, are we expecting that? No, not at all. But maybe they blow the doors off of them Friday night, and we're saying, okay, really? Superior, North Central, they're just two teams that are a step below Northwestern, and now... We don't know how to view them up against each other. And this could be another spine tingler, barn burner. Do you think it's once more going to be within five points? I mean, that semifinal last year, it was within two, three points, and it literally went down to the final seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the odds would say if I say it's not within five points, I probably have a pretty good chance of getting it right. You know what I mean? Okay. Like one way or another. So I okay. would say it's not going to be just from an odds perspective.
0: You get some late free throws.
1: If if one team is going to win this game in a blowout, I would say Superior is more likely to do it than North Central is. Okay. That's that's what I'll say. I think North Central would only win if it is a close game and it's maybe a little bit lower scoring. I was like going to say do you
0: see it a lower scoring again cuz semi-final yeah. last year reminder fifty two fifty. 50 North Central I won. see
1: a lot of turnovers, I see a defensive struggle and I see Superior prevailing.
0: Tug of war. I Straight like to it. the point. We both have Superior winning in that ballgame, and that will wrap it for the weekend on the women's side. All right. Anything else you have to mention on that? No, let's crank nope. through
1: the men's side now. Another big slate on their half
0: as well. So I will pick these ones first, just how this will work. Do you want to pick how we go through the matchups, or I still do that and then just pick first? Well,
1: honestly, so we like to kind of tease the biggest game of the the Friday night to the end, Yep. which the two big ones are the Bethany at Morris and then Superior at Northwestern. So let's start Crown Martin Luther. And you can pick first crown, crown. I'll be fast.
0: Well, and big it's, weekend it's, for them. Uh, hopefully, the, it's not too much to, of a look ahead yeah, for yeah, what they want got coming Saturday.
1: Disingenuous. Because Martin Luther's saying, won a game. Yeah, yeah. And, and it could very well be a good, good matchup. I mean, Martin Luther put up eighty three against Bethany. They just couldn't get stopped. Save their life. True. We'll see a completely different crown team. They're going to score, and they're going to score a lot
0: more than sixty four last time out against Morris. I think it's a safe, kay.
1: safe assumption that they do get to sixty five in this game. I'm yeah. thinking more of like ninety. Okay. They're going to be way up there. Cade Carroll has another big game. You
0: hope he doesn't. You hope it's your guy Buckner. To be honest, wow, I you're just speaking love, into existence for my guy. Wow, okay. I
1: love seeing excellence, and Cade Carroll oh, okay. has been excellent. Okay. Good save. Good so, save. It's not a save. It's
0: just you want to see your guy Buckner do well though too.
1: Well, he can still get his <laughs> fill as well. It's not like Carroll has to do all of it. I mean, Buckner can still put up big. Numbers but he too. may
0: put up a thirty burger too. Yeah.
1: They all are contributing, <laughs> like we've said, Ryan. That's what's scary about them. Crown gets it done. So if we're saving the other two games, then that would mean we'd do Northland at North Central next. We had just mentioned when we were doing the recap from last week, North Central's got a very good chance to get to 3-1. and one. They'd be favored yep. in this game.
0: What's going to happen? I, I mean, I think we still see a really good effort from North, Northland. I mean, they're better than what their 0-3 record shows, and you can say that for it, a lot of different teams. It's but.
1: almost like when they have an uninspiring performance, too. They bounce back, and then they are close
0: Yeah, their next time out. They've had a lot of close calls the last few years, even though there's been a lot of losses. It's tough. Um,
1: they they don't win a lot of close games.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like the buy-in and the belief, though, is at an all-time high right now for Coach Becker's club with how they're playing currently. So I, I can't go against them. It wouldn't it shock me if it's a 7- or 8-point game, but I'm saying North Central, and I'm saying by double digits they win this game. Now, again, similar for them as what I just mentioned for Crown, be careful. Don't look ahead and say we have such a big game Saturday, we're just going to roll Friday like don't
1: well, get yourself
0: hurt with this, yeah. you know, quote unquote trap game, if you will, and just say that we're not going to take them seriously. And I know that's not going to be the me- message, excuse me, from Coach Becker and his staff, but it, it could be tight late. I don't think it will be. And I'm taking North Central and Northland stays winless, which is kind of shocking that it, non-con well, or some are, they, It
1: is, but at the same
0: time, it's it not. It can happen. Because, yeah. It, They're much better, though, than a winless team. They is are. what I'm
1: saying. No, absolutely. They are the best winless team in the country. Wow. Put the banner up. Put the uh, stamp on. Saying, I'm not saying we need to put a banner up like the Lakers when they put their mid-season it's tournament It's a joke up, from but, some pods. I believe.
0: Yeah, I saw that, too. Are you kidding me? They is. put a it's banner so up for the first they ever like in-season tournament? They like,
1: two games, and, and they put a banner
0: up. It's like, and, huh. and especially... You know, we're not talking about like the Charlotte Hornets. Like, we're talking about the, the Lakers. Freaking Los Angeles yes. Lakers are putting up a banner for an in-season tournament I, title. I don't get it either. It's it's very. Strange, What's more to of a joke, that or Deion Sanders being named the sports person of the year? Probably Deion, <laughs> to be honest.
1: But I understand the Deion thing because people get so captivated with him, even though the dude did nothing.
0: He had one good month. Give him that one
1: good month where they didn't <laughs> even play anybody. What I mean, a they they played TCU. I'm taking North Central in this game as well. The biggest thing that you said that I can take away from is the buy-in. Yes. He's got that group really clicking well. Even when they lose a guy like Cam Thomas, everybody else stepped up, and you almost get a better version of the team because of the absence. I'm not saying they're a better team because he's out, but they definitely look like they're not missing a beat without him based on how that Northwestern game went. That was good to see. Give me North Central, and uh, it will be a close one because that's the kind of game Northland plays when they usually have an uninspiring performance. They bounce back, and they they toy with you. They make you think, okay, they're going to do it, and then they don't, Yeah, and that's going to be They have flashes. They do because, again, Langston
0: Flowers and Jordan Brennan can shoot the ball. They're like Nick Mullins in a way. Oh, man, he just hit JJ over the top. This is fun. He's doing the gritty, and then he throws a pick.
1: Quite the comparison. Uh, It's going to be more of that against North Central. Close. Not quite, though.
0: All right, now the two bigger ones, if you will, Wyatt. Let's uh let's first go out to the Erickson Center just yeah. across the way, Northwestern St. Paul campus in Roseville. Eagles 0 oh 3 already. Hosting UW Superior. Now, you and I said going into the North Central game for Northwestern last week. You can't call it a must win, but you said it's the MUS, and I'm getting ready I, to cross the T. This might be
1: a must win. Are you, I was going to say, are you win.
0: even waiting to cross the T here, or nah, have you this, already put the pen down? Like, this
1: might be a must win, Kay. and uh, I know you pick first, so before I even say anything, I'll let you go.
0: Superior. Right? Sorry, I, I'm not even. like. Here's but the deal.
1: Why so quick to say that?
0: Because there's nothing that we've seen from Northwestern the last chunk of games that would put me in a position to pick them. The only thing I think you can say, because they were in a bad spot last year, not this bad, but they were 1-2 in UMAC play. They eventually found a way to flip the switch in January, go on a big winning streak, and get themselves back into the postseason picture, into a spot where they controlled their own destiny to the one seed. Then they fell to the three and lost to Superior, This same Superior squad. Last time they played them out at the Mertz, late last February, on that Friday night, first time they've played since then. All that is to say why. That's the only reason you could pick Northwestern here, is to just say the history. Coach Groz and his stats have been bad on their team big time this whole week, but I thought the wake up moment would have been North Central. Yeah, and even when they were down at the half, you and I said watching that ball game on Saturday, Are why they're going to make a push out of the second half? At least in the first few minutes, they're going to make a push. North Central put six up on the board in like forty seconds to start the second half, and then Northwestern had to call another timeout, yeah. and it, it was, was like disaster. Did they just not hear the message at halftime, or is this team just not with it? What's happening? If it's going to come, it's got to be now for Northwestern. I mean, it starts with the senior captains, Fambula, Hoyleen, Pasternich. Like, those guys got to get the whole team going somehow. Henry's been the only consistent. It feels like this whole stretch where you, you know, at least to a certain extent know what you're going to get from him. Do they have the guys to win this game? Yes. But do they have the defensive buy-in and actually playing a full 40-minute game against the Jacket team who's going to eat your lunch money on defense and make it really, really tough on you? I mean... I don't know if they have that side of it. They have the guys. Do they have everything else, Why to play a full 40-minute game against a jacket team who's going to make you earn it? I don't know about that. So I'm taking Superior. I'm taking them by at least 7-plus. And for the sake of a good game, I hope it's tighter than that, and I hope I'm wrong, and it would be more compelling moving forward if Northwestern dish didn't go quietly into the night. But, man, there's a lot of questions with this program. So.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Superior as well. Here's the deal. I picked Superior to win the conference at the beginning of the year. So. I was going to take them <laughs> in this game regardless. Yeah, And Northwestern has done nothing but just make me think there's no way they can win this game. Yep. So why would I not pick Superior? I think the Jackets are the better and more complete team. I liked what I saw from them in a desperate situation. They get a big win. They're going to come in. You know Coach Bolkowski, They're going to be fired up. They're going to have passion. They're going to have energy. Why? What makes me think Northwestern is going to be able to match it based S- on what we saw?
0: Superior also still hasn't played close to their best game. Correct. Like, that could be coming on Friday night.
1: And it's hard for me to believe Northwestern is just going to be able to flip the switch and yep. put it together in one game like this. That was the opportunity to do that against the North Central team. They didn't do it. Yeah. It only gets tougher from here. Sorry, Eagles fans, but you're going to be 0-4. But... No game but. hasn't happened yet, so oh, if you're an yeah,
0: Eagle fan, get out to the Ericsson Center see, and make no it a big but. crowd all and bad news. try to no make a difference news. because y- you probably need this game.
1: You do need it. I Like I said, I think it's a must. The
0: tiebreakers and everything, because it's going to come down to it, Wyatt, where at the end of the year it's not just going to be could they squeak into the four. They're going to be like we're going to be comparing tiebreakers with uh, North Central or uh, Superior. And then you're going to look at these losses that they've had on their home floor in January and say, oh, that's too much to overcome. It's like the Vikings. Could be.
1: Two and six ride. at home. We this felt
0: year. like the Vikings could have a chance to get in, but you start to add it up, and that's why you typically don't make it when you start 0-3 and, and then you're 1-4. And, right. and even though you won five in a row, it feels like the other shoe's going to drop eventually. So even well, if Northwestern to were to fair, go on a run, you're going to look back to these January results and say it's too much to overcome. To be fair with the Vikings, if Kirk Cousins had stayed healthy, we're 100% Oh,
1: team Yeah, I totally so, agree with you.
0: So that's a little different than this. Northwestern, because... yeah, hasn't had the injury issues. Yeah, Let's
1: do the last one on Friday night, Bethany Morris.
0: Big game. Huge game.
1: Bethany's got a huge weekend
0: on the mid-side. I mean, they've been super impressive, but... This is a really tough road test for them and what will be two tough road tests this weekend.
1: You could argue this is the toughest road swing on the men's side. Yeah. When you have to go at Morris and at Crown.
0: Is this the closest game Friday night in the UMAC?
1: From a score?
0: Yep. No. Okay.
1: You think Northwestern's
0: closer with Superior than Morris is with Bethany potentially, if we look at it that way.
1: Or Northland and North Central, I still think, is going to be a good one too. Okay. I think that'll be a close game. I think Bethany's going to win, and I know you pick first, but that's yep. why I said it's not going to be closer than those games.
0: Yeah, I won't try to be too winded on this. I'm going to take Bethany, but do remember why. I mean, they lost to him three times last year, but do you remember how tight was Morris three times against Morris Bethany? Morris is tight with everyone. They just, they're
1: just they a gritty team. They, they play teams tough, and they're always in every game, it seems like.
0: So that'd be my question for Cougar fans and Coach Grove and his staff. Are they saying the same thing this year? At least, you know, if I were their coaching staff, I'd be saying the same thing to my guys. I know they don't have... Jared Johnson, Connie and, you know, more groups of seniors that graduated from that team. But, I mean, you look at these three results last year, Wyatt, first matchup that took place between these two in Mankato, 93-86. Bethany won, but that's a seven-point game. Second one at Morris, 74-72. Bethany had to play really good the last few minutes of the game to win. And then in the UMAC semis, it was close for a while, and then they, you know, broke it out to 87-74. But the regular season games are real close, especially look at that game in Morris. They found a way to hold Bethany to 74 points. Do you think Morris can win a game against Bethany where they got to get 85 points? Is that even possible?
1: It's possible. They like to play up and down. Score. But I mean, don't let the 56 against Crown fool you. Is this they where we could score. get another
0: 40-point effort from your guy, Paul Deck? I hope so. And maybe that's what it takes.
1: I'm not going to try and speak it into existence.
0: If it happens, it happens, though. He led with I 15 against see, Bethany last time at Jim Grimmel's court.
1: I expect to see, you know fireworks and as Chris Fowler likes to say haymakers, he always uses that term. I love the it. boxing references. Used it on I the like national that. championship again between Michigan and Washington. By the way, our college football takes were awful in the playoffs yeah, this year. Go there. Yep. But uh, <laughs> hopefully our UMAC basketball ones are a little bit better. Yeah, Bethany, uh, I think eventually just prevails and wins this by double digits. Again, they've just been so dominant. How can you not like what you've seen from the Vikings and think that Morris, there's, there is one team right now that I think could beat them and just so happens yeah. Bethany's playing them. On Saturday, yep. which we'll get to, we'll get to but in a second. I don't think Morris has enough right now to beat him. They'll play him close. They always tend to, but Bethany will prevail.
0: Big tickets got to be good like he was against them last year. In 18 minutes, he had 12 and 11. Kenny Pesce has got to muck this up a little bit, and he's got to go back and forth with Hunter Nielsen. I don't know. Has it? We could reach out to some I mean, some me people. and you are aware. But... They could let us know. Morris people, let us know. UAOtheUMAC at gmail.com. We know you're listening. Is that nickname terrible? If you tell me to stop using it, I'll stop using it the rest of the year. Otherwise, I'm going to keep saying big ticket. KP, 2-1. I mean, wh- whatever we want to use. Yeah. He's got to match good. Nielsen. I mean, there's so many fun matchups. Him on Nielsen. Dak on Bangu. Uh, you look at the two Bangu, guards for these teams. Bla- of the week, Blake Monson and Jax Madsen. Yep. Player of the week. He's yep. been
1: really good yep. as a transfer. Yeah, very, very. It's just like an embarrassment of riches for Bethany. Like you said, a lot of good matchups, though. We'll see how Morris matches up and what the game plan is. I think
0: it's single digits. If you're, But if Bethany you, wins.
1: So if you're Morris, too, and you play Martin Luther the following day, I would guess most of the preparation this week, not a shot against the Knights, but you want to focus on the game you're going to play anyways on Friday night before you worry about correct. Saturday. They're going to have their best game plan in place for this matchup.
0: Couldn't agree more. They like it that it's not flipped around the other way. They'll be totally fresh, ready to go. Hopefully, it's a big crowd. Two big games. We talk about it at the WAC. It's two big games. wide well, at the Cougar again, Sports Center? But it's harder to it's pack. You can't look pack that place. Like it's not yeah. a
1: big crowd, regardless of what you do. It's just the unfortunate part of that spot.
0: Can you but. imagine if they ever got the Morris community to really show out and they sold out that gym? Can you imagine how loud it would be? It'd be awesome. Is that even possible? It is. That's a dream. Sorry. I hope I they assume. host like
1: high school games or like section games and stuff. I would hope, anyways.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool. All right, All right we are through Saturday. with Friday. So did we disagree on any?
1: Uh, Well, I had no, Brown, we didn't. Bethany, North, or, uh, Superior, and
0: North yep. Central. So. We'll see if it gets more compelling. On Saturday the 13th, we've kind of teased the one that's the biggest one. We're going to leave that to the end. We're going to go start yeah, and at the the rest of these, Center. Quite honestly, I can run through pretty quickly. Northwestern, Northland, you and I both believe it will be somebody's O has has got got to to go. go. We think it'll be two O and four teams in UMAC play. To keep any semblance of hope alive that you will get into the UMAC tournament, does Northwestern finally get one, Wyatt? Or with the way their defense is playing right now, could Northland come into the Erickson Center and put the Eagles on an O and five start? You got to go first. Oh, that's right. I forgot.
1: I love that you <laughs> set me up, though, but I'm not falling for it because sometimes I, I would. Sometimes I would just go I'd forget. I'd be like, shoot, Ryan was supposed to go first. So all of what you just said, just flip it back around and then ask yourself.
0: Within eight points, but Northwestern wins.
1: Wow. I think it'll be compelling late. I think it'll be a close game, too. I don't know why I said wow. Well. I just wanted to. North make it played sound really
0: like... good for stretches early right. against Northwestern last year when they were like in the midst of a really good stretch January into February. And Langston Flowers had a really good game for himself at the Erickson Center.
1: I meant what I said. I think they're the best zero win team, winless team in the country. Hain the
0: proverbial real banner. And not they'll the be real able banner. to
1: keep that title after Saturday because Northwestern <laughs> is going to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, give, there you go. Give me there's the. There's a Eagles. positive. I guess
0: there's good news for both teams. Do you think it's within single digits too?
1: Yes. If it's not, it's because of like, I don't know. Late free throws? Like a late, yeah. Like a late push or something. I I think Northland is going to contend. And I I think they see it as an opportunity to maybe get a win with the way Northwestern's been struggling. So I think they'll be ready. And uh, it'll be a disappointing weekend for Northland from the standpoint they're going to play two close games, I think, but they're going to come up just short on both of them.
0: If it pans out how we think it's going to Friday night, they're going to walk into the Erickson Center Saturday, and it's going to be like that Spider-Man meme. They're going to be pointing at each other, and they're going to be saying, "Wait, we're wounded animals, and you're wounded as well. Right now, we're we're the same. Wait. We're in the same boat. Yeah, we're, we're both desperate, different, and we're both just different reactions, sour. probably
1: from the fan base and the players, like to get yeah. to this point. But nonetheless, yeah. they're both on for.
0: All right, next up, Wyatt. Let's go out to Morris Cougars Knights. We believe Morris is going to be coming off of a loss to Bethany. Very emotional game. You just mentioned it. They're glad it's in this order. No offense, but I think everyone can agree with us that Morris would rather play Bethany first on Friday. Totally healthy, full game plan, all that good stuff going in, and then get Martin Luther on the flip around. Could this be one where Martin Luther catches Morris, a team that's a little upset maybe after a close loss against Bethany? I mean, could this be a trap game spot?
1: Yeah, I don't even look at it as a trap game. I mean, I think both teams, I mean, Morris is better
0: when they play, you know, at their best, but the opportunity is there for the Knights. If they have a cold offensive performance like they had at the WAC this past weekend, I mean, doors open yeah. for Martin Luther.
1: It absolutely is,
0: but I'm are picking you Morris, going, I was going to say are you yep. going to be willing to no.
1: to lay it with Martin Luther? If if I look at the box score because we'll be busy calling the Northwestern game. So we'll maybe keep our eye on it, but yeah. if I'm looking at the box score, and I see that Martin Luther is winning or they win this game, it wouldn't completely shock me.
0: Your eyebrows would raise a little a bit. A little bit. yeah, no, But not would. to your hairline. No, Well, close. it would
1: because I'm picking Morris to win. But yep. I think Martin Luther, remember, they beat Northwestern. They have a conference win this year. They've played. They've scored a lot. I mean, they scored 83 against Bethany. Now, granted, yeah. they gave up 111, but they scored 83. <laughs> yep. So I think they could potentially shock some people here and beat Morris. I won't be that surprised if it happens. But I am taking Morris at home.
0: I'll be pretty surprised, yeah. But I, I got Morris, and I got him by double digits. Okay. Superior two Superior North more. Central? Superior North That's Central. That's a good Let's one. Let's do it. It is a good one. We believe that they will be coming off of a win, that being Superior, at Northwestern Friday night. So they'd be 2-2. Two and, two, and we believe that North Central will be 3-1. Really good matchup swipe between these two clubs last year. I don't know if you remember them. I know that North Central got at least one off of Superior. I'm trying to remember where that I game took place, um, and as I'm rambling along here, I'm going to look to confirm, but real interesting. I mean, North Central, we feel like, is going to be feeling real good about themselves after picking up another win. Tons of buy-in for Coach Becker's club, as we mentioned. Superior saying, we got this train back on the tracks. So we have a chance to get above five hundred for the first time this season. Last year, North Central beat Superior 80-76 to on their home floor in February. They also beat them by 4 points, 67-63 at Superior. Coach Becker has never lost to the Yellow Jackets. White. They didn't make the postseason last year, but they beat Superior twice. I mean, that is impressive in the full definition of it. So, can he go three for three and continue the streak against UW Superior? It's going to be at home. See,
1: you keep asking these questions. You no, know, no, I'm you saying know, it hypothetically you know like to, to, to first, the right? listeners. I'm not okay. saying it to you. I know. This, I just want to make sure this, you know these, you these are pick
0: the questions first. I'm asking, these are the questions the listeners are asking themselves. Can North Central possibly go to 4-1 and one and drop Superior back to below 500 at 2-3? I mean, if there's a the time to pick them, it feels like maybe is it right now. But on the other hand, Superior is saying is finally getting their mojo and getting going. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take North Central to win this game against UW-Superior because Superior is going to be coming off a game that they'll win, but North Central will have the benefit where they'll be a little – bit in a better spot, staying at home. I know Superior doesn't have much travel to do, but it is still a tough swing, even though Northwestern isn't playing really good. I mean, we've talked about that a lot, Wyatt. It's still a tough swing for Superior to go to Northwestern and then to North Central. It's another tight win for the Rams, but Coach Becker stays unbeaten against Coach Polkowski's club. They win. It's by under five, but NCU finishes the weekend four and one in UMAC play. I'm going to take Superior. Yeah, I knew you were. (laughs) Again, I picked them to
1: win the conference. Still could happen. I mean, they got work to do, but it could happen. Here's the deal. North Central was most impressive against Northwestern by their ability to bully the Eagles, get inside. Their guards were good off the bounce. I don't think they match up well with Superior in that way. I think the Jackets are going to be just as intense defensively. They did last year. They're going to make North Central. It's a new year. I know it is. It's a new year. They're going to make North Central beat them from beyond the arc, and I don't think they can make enough shots to do it. It's also been a really interesting stretch for the Rams where you play Northwestern. you got a close one, let's say, on Friday night with Northland. Then you got to get ready for the Jackets. It's just a lot, and I think a loss is coming somewhere in there, and they just can't keep this up. I think the Jackets win their third straight game, and they get above five hundred in conference play. Give me Coach Polkowski's squad.
0: Feels like a coin flip game.
1: I don't look at it that way. Okay. I think Superior...
0: No respect for NCU. I think Superior wow. is the wow. better team. Don't let their early I, I'm, season I'm losses I'm playing a lot into you. the trends for how team, And I know Superior's got a really good trend, we Rem, think, coming in, but...
1: I was going to say, remember how good Superior was at the start of the year. Yeah. Just because they lost a couple, don't let that fool you about how good this team can be.
0: I feel like this is the midst of NCU's best stretch of the season.
1: It very well could be, but it's yep. got to come to an end at some
0: point. And that stretch maybe isn't going to f- be as long I, as we think I it is. I feel like it won't happen until the next weekend.
1: All right. Well, we're different on one finally there.
0: One more to pick. Is this for both sides, Wyatt, potentially the best matchup period of the weekend, men's 100%. or women's?
1: Well, actually no, because I think that Superior, superior Northwestern, Northwestern game on good. the women's side is is right in that conversation. If well. this isn't number 1, if, it's number 2. Here's what I'll say. If these two teams manage to win and then they're both 4-0 going into Saturday, then yes, this is by sure. far the best game. Which but, we we think they both will be 4-0. We do. And what a uh, just showdown the Sonic blockbuster is. You see, I can't do it in the voice that you do it, but it is a Sonic <laughs> blockbuster. And yep. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear your thoughts about this showdown.
0: Yeah, this would be Mr. Dan Shulman and Jay Billis on the call for sure. They got a busy weekend. They got to be
1: Friday night Northwestern, and then they got to come here on Saturday. Tough. You got a great job. I know. They
0: lived I don't the think dream. they can complain. I hope they don't complain. Yeah, it's a great job. You know, I would say this is the Dickie V game. Maybe he'll get back at some point. I know he's been resting his voice. He beat well, he cancer, but say he's say, still he beat resting it again, right? He he was been like told by doctors basically to rest his voice, though, because of all the okay radiation and chemotherapy, but. Anyway, shout out to you, Dickie V. Yeah, I mean, Wyatt, I know you haven't forgotten, but to remind the listeners, last year at the WAC, 79-74, Polars. And that was when Crown, at this point, you and I were both saying on February the 10th, like, there'd have to be a zillion things to happen. They'd have to get so much to help to get into the UMAC tournament. We We knew almost assuredly they weren't going to get in. They still put forth an unbelievable effort at home in front of a huge crowd to beat a Bethany squad who had been really a wagon for most of the season at that point. I'm trying to confirm here. Game of the year in the UMAC last year? I mean, it was one of the, it was, so it was Bethany's second loss. They lost at Northwestern and they lost at Crown. Those are their only two UMAC losses. So this was their last UMAC loss of the season. A Crown team who had, it had not gone their way, but they got healthy again. Cade Carroll put up 32 points and 14 boards. Just dominated. They had no answers. Okay.
1: He even told us, he said, that's like one of the most fun games, if not, the most yeah. fun I've ever had in a college basketball game.
0: Your guy Carter Bainey off the bench, thirteen and seven was awesome. Van Dam, fourteen, Royston, twelve. We know they don't have him anymore. They got, but they got Buckner to replace him, if you will. I say all those numbers to say wide. it's probably going to take something like that again for them to win. Now is Cade going to have to score thirty plus? Necessarily, no. I will say he's going to have to score twenty plus. I only Your say best that because players got to play well. Because Buckner big and Van Dam could be fifteen plus as well, and then you know you throw in a couple timely threes from Michael Add, like they could definitely be in this ball game. Now, the question is, could they hold down Bethany again to 74? I mean, the way this offense is rolling, they played really good defensively against Morris this past Saturday. People can't see Wyatt because this is a podcast, but he's across the table and he's shaking my head at me. Well, I didn't
1: want the listeners to know maybe that.
0: Yeah, he's shaking shaking his head. head at me, should I say. So you think Bethany will score at least 80 plus? Bethany is just a
1: unit right now. They just they So if score, they're a wagon, they what score. is Crown?
0: Because Crown could say they're a wagon, too.
1: Well, one of them's a wagon. The other is a little wagon. You know, okay. like one of those red wagons yeah. that you're pulling. That's what me and so. my
0: siblings were dragged around in when we were younger. Yep, Good times. Yeah, Good I remember. Yep.
1: <laughs> so Crown's not quite on that level yet as far as offense goes, but their defense has been better, like you yep. said, and that's what makes this matchup interesting. Can they get enough stops to knock off – the, the favorite in this conference right now, and the team that's kind of been in control of this conference for the past year or so. Crown
0: is fully it's healthy. Compelling. You it's can't ask that they're in their home gym. Rumor has it there's going to be people standing up top, not even in – it's going to be SRL standing room only. This feels
1: like another Mason-Ackley game, though, doesn't it? Where, like, he does just a ton.
0: Yeah, is that the difference? in so many different ways. What if your guy Drew Sagadal is on the floor? Playing. he'll be if, he'll be on the floor we'll have an idea bench, yeah, I guess on Friday night
1: if he yep. doesn't play then we would assume he won what if but this is his first game back your cinema just
0: pure cinema you we need it. it your we team it. needs it
1: I don't care about the fantasy,
0: Ryan. No, don't say you don't care, because for... if he goes out there and drops 28 or something, you'll care. I
1: care about the actual games and like the yes. contest, okay. the purity of the league. I want the best yep. players playing, so I we do want him back. Yep. But in regards to my fantasy score, no, I don't. It's just a nice At this side point, thing. I don't care. It is. Okay. It's a nice little thing on the side, but I can enjoy it. It's like week 18 of the NFL. I still enjoyed watching some of the games, even though I didn't have a fantasy team to cheer for. I still like the sport, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, who do you got? That's fair. Who, who do you got? And and anything else you want to add?
0: Well, I feel like both of these teams, as scary as this is, have another level to hit. I talk about the game that they had at the WAC because that's where this game is taking place on Saturday, but it was reversed last year where the first matchup was in Mankato. And I'll never forget that game watching that. 110 to 105, an absolute shootout in double overtime. So Crown not just once last year, Wyatt, but twice I mean, they competed against Bethany better than anyone else in the UMAC did. I think that was the game, too, that Carroll was talking about, the double overtime game. Oh, yeah, game. maybe. They, so I, I switched I'm sure he enjoyed both up, of them. Well, yeah, he
1: probably Because for a
0: guy who was hurt for a lot of stretches, he played in both those games, and Bethany both times could not hold him under 30 points. So is that a sign of what's to come this weekend? Does he have another big game? I mean, you know, speaking of losing sleep, Wyatt, what are the odds Coach Garvin and his assistants are losing sleep this week? Trying to game plan well, how to slow down I, Kate Carroll. It's the Saturday game, though. That's the it trouble. Is, that's the thing. How much sleep are they going to get Friday night? That's the question. Are they pulling three they hours of on sleep Friday on Friday night Kate's... because they're trying to cram
1: for Cade Carroll and Crown? You can sleep in on uh, Sunday, I guess, is yeah. what you're saying. But I wouldn't here's the deal. You're the king right now. You're you're the team that causes
0: problems for everybody else. How much sleep do you really need to lose over Kate Carroll? I don't know. It's different because could, last last year at Crown, they played him on the Friday night. You could. Tell it, yourself, it hurts for
1: Bethany that you play Crown on Saturday. You could tell yourself he's going to get his, but we still know we can win the game even when that happens. Let's just True. focus on the other areas that we need to excel in. True.
0: You only spend so much time on it. I yeah. You saying. can't.
1: You can't let it worry you too much. Yeah. All right. What's happening in this one?
0: This is tough because I mean, there's tough. so many things pointing toward if not now, when for yeah. Crown. I agree. I could go either way. Especially on if Drew still isn't back. As good as Bethany has been, could Sagadol returning potentially? I don't have any sources that say that. I, you know, we tried to piece some things together before, and it was speculation that was reckless but not absurdly reckless that Drew Sagadol could be back at some point this season potentially. All that is to say, if not now, when is what Polar fans are saying. If you're going to go beat Bethany and you're going to be the one, Wyatt, that at the end of this weekend that would put them at the top of the peak the only unbeaten remaining that's the deal we can't go through the end of this weekend and have two unbeatens that's the beauty of it either bethany or crown is going to lose a game at least one that is before the next time we talk
1: well so let me ask you do we have at least one unbeaten team though since technically yeah. they both could
0: yep so you think i we'll think have we'll at have least at least one. one unbeaten and who is it I think Crown's going to be unbeaten. Woo, I'm picking Crown him. to win the game. I taking pick him. Bethany to win the UMAC yeah. in the regular season. But you think I'm because still of sticking the, with that. the
1: home court advantage. And, and the
0: unknown with all. Yeah, I hope he's yeah. back. But even if he is back, what capacity could we get him in? I have no, again, again, Bethany, Crown people, I, I don't have any intel. If you want to send us intel, we'll take it. UAL, the UMAC at gmail.com. We would uh, love to hear an update. Not that we uh, need to hear that because I know that's uh, top secret information for so many people. But... Well, we're very good at keeping secrets. Yeah, I mean, we we can do that. Uh, (laughs) I feel like Crown's going to win. I feel like it's under five points again. But everything I said from last year, I feel like this is maybe Bethany's toughest assignment all year on the road at Crown defensively. Yeah, I I would actually be surprised why I'm dead serious. I feel like crown scoring at least 75. I'm going to say they're scoring at least 80 plus. Yeah. I would be surprised this, if they're held under that by Bethany.
1: This is an over under of around one hundred and sixty, like those absurd numbers that you see. Yeah. Because it's two teams. But that would you dare fly. take the under in that? I mean, in that no, gym? well it's like soft rims. It's like the Iowa football team when they have these historic <laughs> unders and, and even they though, kept hitting. I know. Even <laughs> though it's, it, it just continues. You still take the under because it's like, yeah, it, it, these, these teams can't score. It's similar with these offenses. They're going to get theirs. I understand why you took crown because it does feel like right now is the time. Yeah. They have everything working for them. There's a butt coming. I'm torn <laughs> in this matchup. No buts. There's no buts. I'm torn in this matchup. Give me Bethany. I knew you were taking Bethany. I you, was. You never, here's here's the deal. Waffle. You took crown, and that just solidified it for me. I'll just yep. go opposite of you at We've this point. We've got
0: opposite multiples. This, but, this is a swing weekend.
1: But I do think. I would have took Bethany either way. I Maybe you could have twisted my arm, and I would have took Crown if you took Bethany. But, yeah, I'll I'll take the Vikings in this one. I just, even without saying it all, they've just been so explosive. And like I said, Mason Ackley, keep an eye on him. I think he's the guy to watch in this matchup. I think he does a lot for the Vikings in this one. Wouldn't mind it. I would assume he's going to maybe get his opportunity to guard Carroll from time to time in well, this one. Well, I was going to
0: say, because with Carroll and Buckner on the floor at the same time, how do they defend that? And now last well, year a lot. has to take Buckner buckner because he's imagine. on the block more often because we so, think of kate a lot he can do work down though he loves to roam the perimeter i, I mean he's imagine. a guy who has the size of a four yeah. he he's, plays more like a two or a three he's quite good, often good off the bounce especially against bethany last year. i he would imagine
1: yep. mason ackley is paired up against him and we'll see if he can do enough and i think he does do enough defensively and they get the win
0: this is so compelling it's this, this is fun. this is why i appreciate you know, we're gonna be able to go onto Crown's website and we can actually watch back some of this game. At least the capacity wow, are you taking a shot season? At Bethany right now. I, I am in a way. Their their broadcasts are awesome, but a way to watch it back for people like you and I who are gonna be working another game, watching another game in the UMAC. I uh, yeah, yeah. I will sit down and watch back as much of this game as I can. I won't lie to you. I kind of wish I could watch this one live. Not that I won't enjoy the I game that we're calling. But I be, agree with you. I agree with you.
1: It'd be nice to be in St. Bonnie.
0: Let's put it this way. This Polar and Vikings fans, we will be at least a little bit distracted in the Erickson Center, keeping an eye on what's going on in this game. As long game. as
1: it's a good game, which we both assume it will be. Yeah. I expect it to be close all the way. If this is double
0: digits one way or another, I will be very surprised. Now, a
1: team might lead by double digits at some point in the game, because that's yeah, how of these offenses are. There's going to yep. be runs,
0: but I would expect a counter- from whichever team this is, is what is we're behind. asking for polar supporters though or viking supporters who are going to be at the whack who are listening to this right now let us know the vibe and the experience at the wild athletic center sure it's gonna be saturday great. afternoon uaotheumac at gmail.com you have no excuse we need an email i'm basically begging for it at this point i have nothing else to say why do you have anything else no,
1: I'm good. Take us out. Be a fun weekend of action and see what ends up happening with our predictions because, remember, that's what I'm I'm worried about. I'm focused on that, not the fantasy okay. scores.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of swing games, a lot of coin flip matchups that Wyatt and I have talked about. We are looking forward to a loaded weekend of UMAC play, and all but one weekend from here on out will include, just like this, full slate of 16 games across the board, So many more games to take place, but ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be over before you know it. We're going to be at the end of February, and we're going to be talking about what two teams will be representing the UMAC in the NCAA tournament. Dream is in the process. Enjoy the season as one legendary coach used to say. I will stop dropping the cliches. Reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. We've mentioned the email. We've mentioned the Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Would love to hear from you. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend, and we look forward to talking to you next time. It's college basketball, the best sport there is in the league that is unlike.